Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 50. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hey, hey, welcome to Optimal Living Daily. This is episode 50, my first milestone that I've been talking about for like 45 episodes or something like that. So this is a special one for me. If you're new here or this is the first episode you're listening to, I must tell you this is not the typical episode. I normally read to you my favorite blogs like Sivers.org, TheMinimalist.com, ZenHabits.net, Mr. Money Mustache, and others. And the goal has always been for me to work on my own social anxiety and learn from these posts while reading them to you, but also to bring some really valuable blogs to audio so that you can listen on the go and give your eyes a break for a change. I do think we spend enough time staring at our smartphones. But today I'm reading my own content on a topic that is not really talked about enough, in my opinion. And I want to give away a gift on this episode too. Actually, I'm going to do that at the end of the episode, so you'll have to wait till the end for that. And there's a potential gift for you as well. And here's a hint. If you join my weekly newsletter by texting the word OPTIMAL to 44222, then you'll be eligible for that. It's that simple. You also get free stuff from me immediately if you join. So basically, there's a lot of free stuff going on if you're part of my short and sweet weekly newsletter. So once again, just text OPTIMAL to 44222 and you'll be in. And this episode is brought to you by me. So that's it. I'm going to talk to you about a topic that I think should be more mainstream. So with that, let's start optimizing your life. Lucid Dreaming by me. My friend Chris first told me about lucid dreaming in elementary school. To be honest, I thought he was making it up. Knowing that you're dreaming and controlling them, that's impossible. There's no way. What is this, the Matrix? Side note, that movie hadn't come out until I was in high school. I couldn't even fathom how it would happen. After all, I didn't even remember 95% of my dreams. But with time, and still at a young age actually, I started to see glimpses of it, some of which are pretty common among all of us, like having a dream within a dream or knowing that we're dreaming but not really being able to do anything about it. I distinctly remember a nightmare I had at a young age in which I realized that it was just that, a nightmare. And so I found my mom in the dream and asked her to wake me up. She did, but then I just popped right into another dream. And I call that a semi-lucid dream because while I knew I was dreaming, there really wasn't full control. And I find that most people think this is what a lucid dream is, 
But in reality, no pun intended, you can control a lot more. For example, in that dream, I could have just started flying and gone to a new place or even killed the monster or whatever it was that was scaring me if I wanted to stay in that same place. But I didn't come to this realization until college, which, not coincidentally, is the same time I started meditating. And one of my favorite lucid dreams that I remember is seeing my dad in a dream who had already passed away from cancer and waking life. But because of my awareness, I was able to pick up on this cue that I must be dreaming since he's alive and then proceeded to ask myself if I was dreaming and realized that I was. I looked at my hands, and I'll tell you why later, and then decided to fly or really float up above my dad so I was able to look down at him and seeing him smile and show how proud he was of me something that I knew he would be in waking life, but to actually see it was extraordinary. Experiences like those took me down a path to trying to have more and more lucid dreams, and the more I had, the more fascinating they became. I actually got to a point where I could start experimenting with them, and one example of that is that I always wondered what it'd be like to meditate in a dream. And by meditate, I simply mean to focus on my breath while acknowledging thoughts and letting them go. So, When I had a lucid dream, I remembered that I really wanted to try this, so I sat down right where I was, which was in the dirt, looking at the sunset, and I started to meditate. I focused on the breath, and that's all that happened. But as I lost concentration after some amount of time, probably only 10 or 20 seconds, just like in waking life, a different thought started to creep in. Essentially, I was forgetting that I was in a lucid dream because my mind started wandering, and I noticed the world started to spin sort of dizzying sensation, but not to the point where it's very uncomfortable. And I realized, oh, I'm waking up. And I had the most calm and peaceful awakening ever because I knew I was waking up in the dream. I actually woke up with my eyes closed because I was fully present through that whole transition. And it was crazy. I've never felt so well rested after waking up in my entire life. It was pretty early in the morning. So if you know anything about me, that's not when I feel my best. So that's another favorite lucid dream of mine, and there are actually professional lucid dreamers out there called Oneironauts who do other experiments that are really cool, and maybe I can tell you about those some other time. So what's the point of all this? We spend about a third of our lives sleeping, so why not spend more time thinking about it, talking about it, and even controlling our dreams? Because of this impact on me and the fact that we could actually make use of this time creatively or to tackle our own issues or to come up with ideas, or even just for fun to challenge the physical and social laws of our waking life, for all these reasons, I want to share with you some steps to take if you want to start having lucid dreams yourself. Number one, start a dream journal. This might be the hardest, but probably also the most effective in my experience. If you take this to the extreme, you can dream journal every time you wake up in the middle of the night, which will probably be a few times, so you can end up writing a few dreams every night. And trust me, I understand how difficult that is, so the less hardcore option is to put a little note on top of your alarm clock or wherever you first look in the morning and write on it, what did you dream about? So when you wake up, you see that note, and don't just think about it, you need to actually write it down. The dream journal has multiple purposes. First, if you're someone who thinks you don't dream, this will show you that you do in fact dream just like everyone else. And the second purpose is that You could technically have a lucid dream, but forget about it by the time you wake up, which would be really sad. And the best way to improve dream recall is by doing just that, recalling your dreams more and more, and writing it down is the best way to do that. 
Well, actually, you don't have to write it down because technology is advanced and you can record yourself with audio or video talking about it if you want to. That'd probably save you time, but if you share a room with someone, that might not be so easy. But in either case, keeping a journal is going to increase your dream recall guaranteed, and that's the first step towards lucid dreaming. But that's not the only reason for it. Journaling also gives you insights into how you might be able to catch yourself dreaming. For example, if you continue to have dreams with certain emotions or objects in them, you can train yourself to notice this as a dream sign, which I'll talk about right now. Number two, look for dream signs. If you follow that first step, you'll start to recall more and more dreams every day and you'll probably start to see patterns. Maybe you always have dreams about work and you can turn this into a dream sign. In regular waking life, whenever you get to work or your desk or wherever you feel like your dreams occur, you should stop and question yourself, am I dreaming? And actually think about it for five or more seconds. Look around and look at your hands. It's difficult for our imaginations to get our bodies perfectly, so if you look at your hands, you'll likely be able to tell that something just isn't right. And then one day, or night I should say, you'll ask yourself if you're dreaming and you actually will be dreaming. But let's say you do the journal and you don't notice any patterns, they're just random. Well, there's another similar strategy that works and that's number three, create your own dream signs. Take something you do frequently like opening a door or looking at your watch if you have one and make that your dream sign. You can also do it with a specific emotion, but I find that a little more difficult to do. But in either case, whenever you do that thing or feel that emotion that you've chosen as your dream sign, again, in real life, ask yourself if you are dreaming Actually think about it, look around and at your hands, and then move on. Another option that requires less work and mental energy is just to simply set an alarm to go off every couple hours on your phone. So when it rings, just turn it off, but do the same thing. Go through the motions to really question if you're dreaming or not. This can have the same effect. You'll find yourself asking if you're dreaming within a dream, and if you follow the routine, you'll realize that the world isn't what it seems. Number four, meditate. It's amazing to me that people talk about meditation so much, you know, about mindfulness and essentially being more aware of the present moment, but only address it in waking life. You can be aware of the present moment in your dreams too, and meditation is a skill that will cross over into both worlds. As I mentioned earlier, I first started having recurring lucid dreams when I first started meditating habitually, and that's definitely not a coincidence. It's actually pretty obvious when you think about it that having that kind of awareness of my thoughts and mind in waking life would help me have better awareness in dreaming life. They really go hand in hand and meditating will most certainly help you not only have more lucid dreams, but control them better. And last, number five, think about it more. Think about your dreams and dreams in general more. Maybe read some blogs or a book about lucid dreaming before bed or watch a video about it. There's lots on YouTube. And you'll find that the more you think about it, the more likely you will be to have a lucid dream. If it's on the mind during waking life, it'll surely be on the mind in your dreaming life as well. So those are my steps to becoming an Oneironaut for yourself. The more of these steps you follow, the more lucid dreams you'll have and the better they'll be. Let's make use of those eight hours. I can promise you that they'll be some of the most vivid and enjoyable moments in your entire life. You just listened to the non-existent post temporarily titled Lucid Dreaming by me, Justin Mollick. Seriously, try it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So a few episodes ago, I challenged you to get rid of 10 items and to post it on Twitter if you were comfortable doing so. Someone actually took it up a notch and made a little animation to go along with it. 
and I had said that I might give a prize away, so I think that extra effort is very deserving. So, at Folktale Jess on Twitter, I have the minimalist book, Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life, for you. And yes, it's funny that you got rid of items and now you're getting an item in return, but the good news is you can do whatever you want with it. If you have the book or already read it or don't want it for some reason, feel free to gift it or donate it or whatever you like. So congrats, Folktale Jess. Thank you for taking on the challenge, but also putting in the extra effort. And you should already have a message from me on Twitter, but if not, you can send me one. And on that note, I have a gift announcement for my email subscribers. Every month, I'll be giving away this exact same book to a random email subscriber. You'll all be put into a little raffle, so you have a chance to win the book too. Again, you just need to be part of my weekly newsletter email list. And now's the time because right now is the smallest that list will ever be. So you have the best odds of joining today. And it's super easy to get on. You can text the word OPTIMAL to 44222 or visit me online at oldpodcast.com. By the way, there are other gifts that you get guaranteed if you join, one of which arrives immediately. So again, just text OPTIMAL to 44222 or visit oldpodcast.com. And if you have any comments about today's show or have any suggestions for new authors or topics, feel free to reply to any email you get from me and I promise I'll read every single one. But if it's a comment about this episode specifically, please go easy on me since this is the first one where I featured my own content. Please don't hurt my feelings. (laughs) And actually, if you have had uh, lucid dreams before, share one of your favorites with me. I love hearing about them. So that is it. Episode 50 down. I guess my next milestone is going to be episode 100. Dang. But on that one, I'm going to try to get one of my regular authors to read their post to you instead of me for a change. That could be really cool if I can make that happen. But anyway, I'll see you in episode 51 tomorrow, which will be back to our usual awesome authors and with me reading them to you. Until then, your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.